Welcome to Horror and More with Anya Gore. I am your horror mistress, and tonight I have a very special guest. I've got the incredibly talented Rawl Paredes. Am I saying your last name correct? That is correct. <laughs> this is Batman. No, it's, Pare- it's Paredes. 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 Yeah, it's actually pronounced like in Spanish, Paredes. Sir, one more time, Paredes? I know. Paredes. 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 I love the Spanish language. If you just say Paredes, it's fine. (laughs) For all the white people that live in L.A., it's (laughs) Paredes. The English. (laughs) Sometimes people say parodies. 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 No. Yeah, no. Or Perez. Of course, right? Like, jeez. No, there's the D in there. That, That adds. That's what I'm saying. This is Rawl of the Dead we've got here tonight. Welcome, Rawl. Hello. <laughs> I'm going back to my Batman voice. I love just it. doing a Batman voice. But yes, thank you for having me on. I know we've been trying to work on this for a f- few weeks and glad we finally are doing it today. Well, exactly. And, you know, for anybody listening, the last episode we did was an amazing episode, but it was a little tripped up because I didn't know that my mic was not on and working and it was broken and I, I it was recording through my laptop so the sound of it was not as good as I wanted it to be and as good as it sounded at the time so yeah, I got it all fixed so it's all got, good. got it all fixed and uh, I'm excited to kind of reintroduce you in the the way you should be because to me you are a jack of all trades you are you're a heavy lifter. <laughs> well, thank you. I, I, I didn't think of it that way, but I appreciate it. Well, and you're humble. That's that's huge in in some of the horror communities that I've been a part of since doing this contest. But anyways, we don't even need to get into that. Yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I try to stay humble for sure because you know this all the stuff that I'm doing. It's it's because I enjoy it and it's it's for the love of it. It's it's not to be taken, you know, seriously where, you know, you take yourself seriously, you know, it mm-hmm. should be that way. It should be fun. It should be fun. Exactly. Yeah. It should be. So for anybody listening, and if you don't already know, first of all, find Rawls stuff. If you are into horror or dark art in any capacity, he will check your boxes many, many, many times over. It's very fun it's like really good horror tributes he is a videographer photographer he has a magazine he does workshops he does shorts he's got so many things up and coming that we want to discuss tonight yeah now that you say it like that i'm like wow there's a lot of stuff there that well that's only some of it (laughs) (laughs) no it's only some of it i'm thinking what else yeah, that's true. Will you do music? I don't do music anymore. No, you don't. You don't play at all anymore. Hardly ever. Yeah, I mm. picked up a guitar uh, about two weeks ago when I was doing the the soundtrack for the Halloween movie. That's probably out by the time this podcast airs. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just did a small little snippet of it with my brother. My brother did some of the tracks on that one and then that was the first time i picked up the guitar like in maybe a year wow well for anybody listening rawl was in a metal band and 
death, how yeah, death metal death metal okay death metal i should specify i'm not ironically <laughs> That's all right. i'm not a huge metal fan or not not sorry not fan i'm not a huge metal connoisseur <laughs> okay yeah no there's different types of metal so like sometimes people are like like what kind of metal so it's like yeah it was more darker it was like death metal and uh that was like a long time ago early 90s another life another life another way yeah, another <laughs> episode, yeah. but but it it you know contributes to the dark artist that you are now yes i think i think so yes it, it start it started from when i was a kid but definitely always stayed with me and i was always attracted to to the darker stuff and and so that led to music being like you know rock to to metal i never got too much into punk rock but it was more like later in life where i got into some punk rock stuff and and so like bands like um growing up in the 80s like iron maiden wasp um judas priest that led to like death metal with slayer and dismember entombed and all these other than black metal I didn't get too much into black metal. I got into black metal way later, like after the 90s. Hmm. And then I went back because, you know, the whole 90s was um, like 92 is like when Nirvana and... Oh, the grunge era, big time. Yeah. Yeah. And then you could feel it like back then, like in 91, I could feel like something was changing. Like people weren't really going to our shows anymore. And, and, Mm. you know, my guitar player at the time just played a, a riff from... Uh, smells like teen spirit which had just come out and he just played the opening riff and the crowd went nuts oh and my we god were not, we're not even in that genre of music he just played it and that's when i was like something's there's a whole new wave of music coming and we didn't see it we didn't see the level it was going to change and and you know by 94 we our band had broken up you know we, we couldn't sustain the even it affected even those darker death metal bands, you know, it affected uh, that genre as well too. Yeah, it just sort of hit everybody yeah, like everybody. a wave. Yeah, I remember when I think you and I are around the same age, and so I remember when that kind of swept in out of nowhere, and everyone our socks were just knocked right off. Yeah, I'm not sure if, like some people remember that or not. Like if people like like my age, like over 45, you might remember that period. Mm-hmm. Anybody in their twenties or thir- early thirties, they're not gonna. Oh they no, they're they're not gonna know. Like no idea. Know. No. You know it's it's so. interesting that you say that though because like even I remember even at that time era there were so many artists within that genre that were a little bit darker that just never made it to mainstream because of how big Pearl Jam, Nirvana got. Like, even Chris Cornell. Like, that guy was a different level of ability with singing and music. And it's sad. Because it all of it, it was overtaken by this, you know, pop grunge. Yeah, like, in, like, 1990, we were already listening to, like, Pixies, Jane's mm-hmm. Addiction, Red Hot Chili Peppers. So there was already kind of an alternative scene happening already that happened in the late 80s. And we were already into that music. You know, I mean, it just it just took that little hit with Nirvana, Pearl Jam, Alice in Chains, and Soundgarden just to kind of push it over a little bit more. And 
totally. really introduce all those other bands in, you know, and that's mm-hmm. what happened. But but I remember that period, and it was like, they don't give credit to the, all those other bands, like Jane's Addiction, uh, Primus was around. Oh, uh, Primus, yeah. yeah. We were listening to all that stuff. Um, uh, even before uh, uh, Pearl Jam, it was... Um, Mother Love Bone, we were listening to them back then. Oh, of course. I remember Mother Love yeah. Bone. So, yeah, we were listening to, like, but we see there was a there was a, a new wave of music coming in 89, 90. But everyone, you know, likes to go to the, that Nirvana pretty much did it all. But it's like, no, there was a lot of other bands before that mm-hmm. that were already kind of going in that direction that we were, we were exploring as well. So, because when we were playing death metal, people thought all we did was listen to death metal. It's like, no, we listened to these other bands more because it was just different. You know, it. Uh, I always had like appreciation for different types of music, not just metal and not just death metal, but oh, all kinds of music. You know, not really country or nothing, but yeah. regular rock, eighties <laughs> rock, the new wave. You know, Smiths, Morrissey, all those bands. I, I listened to all those. I listened to all that stuff back back then. You know, that's it's an interesting point that you bring up because. I, I get this all the time. People are, you know, blown away that I don't listen to metal actively <laughs> as being somebody in the horror genre. So I'm curious then, do people see what you do and your your horror, your dark art, and assume that that is exclusively what you're into? Yes. Hmm. And I'm not. <laughs> I mean, I like, obviously, I like, I love horror, but. I'll watch reality shows too. Like, I'll oh my god, Survivor, me too. <laughs> and I'll watch. I'll, I mean, I don't. Do you watch Big Brother? Different. No, I can't get into that one. Mm, fair enough. So I'll watch some of these other reality shows, like uh, Selling Sunset, and you know the little dramas with with that. It's just interesting to me. So, but it's not horror twenty four seven. I mean, you can't yeah. handle that all the time, you know. Well, so it's quite. I watch different types, uh, different types of shows too. You know. It's funny when you tell people that. And they probably yeah. look at you like, wait, what? <laughs> like, they can't fathom yeah. that you would not be watching. I'm, <laughs> I'm watching The Exorcist 24 7. 24 7. Yeah. Repeat. I'm watching Three's Company repeats right now. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> I've been watching that, Three's Company, and uh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. So oh. that goes to show you, like, the one spectrum to the other you that's know, right I, just like to, I like to laugh you know what i mean so i like i like watching these shows just because i want to just unwind and not like think about it if that's if i have time to watch tv i'm usually editing something right you know it's interesting that you movies. say that we need to we need to band together and and make a horror comedy series that is oh, yeah. quality that does, does not exist that's true Something like like, uh, like Larry David's style of humor that would be so satisfying. Like a reality, like a, a show or a reality show. Any of it. <laughs> oh, okay, because that's like what what we do in the shadows is sort of like that. That's why I love that show too. Right. Have you watched that one? That's yeah. with the uh, the vampires, right? Yes. I have it's, it's, with it's Jemaine. Like <laughs> yeah. It's like The Office meets like you know the monsters or something. It's like. It's it's very uh you know, it's dark. It's vampires, but then they're like talking to the camera, and it, they're <laughs> all goofy too. So they are like, goofy. Yeah, I think my favorite um, 
is and you know I can't remember now if I'm getting it mixed up with the the movie versus the series, but there was like a energy draining vampire. Yeah, in the series, that's uh, Colin Robinson. Oh my god! Yeah. Just boring. Yeah. Just <laughs> how, that. That's where you get that fix of the humor, like from The Office, yeah. right? It's yeah. It's it's like you you start to think about like I know a lot of energy vampires and then there's a lot of people <laughs> like that and, that I know personally like, totally like energy vampires. Oh, that's so, so funny! Oh, you're you're an energy vampire. Okay, check. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, oh, you're draining my energy. Oh, I see. You're an energy vampire. <laughs> there are people like that. Like, oh, damn, they're gonna drain my energy as soon as they hang out. Oh, yeah. As soon as you see them, you're just like, and yeah. here we go. <laughs> it's not anybody I know at this current moment. Wink, wink. <laughs> no, nobody. Nobody. <laughs> nobody you know. Right, right. Nobody right now. No, no. <laughs> so, Raul, let's talk about your up-and-coming Halloween night short. Yes. And I gave you a preview of it. You did. So we can talk about it a little bit. Mm -hmm. So this is something I worked on a couple of months ago, maybe in the summer. Uh, I want to say it was probably August. Um, Yeah, I think it was around mid-August that we worked on it. But I had actually had the idea for a few months and just trying to cast it. You know, different people were involved in the very beginning and... But when it, once it came down to like actually like going with it, and we found the location, and uh, Yvette from Backstage Bruja was so nice enough to lend us her house, um, she wanted to fix it up more, so there was a delay on that too, mm. which was fine because I wasn't ready yet. I had other projects going on, and then um, then we got to filming, and we, I, I got the people that uh, that are in the short now, and um, they did it. I think they did an amazing job with it, and. And so I wrote out the whole story uh, a few a few weeks prior. Just uh, I changed it a couple of times too because it was originally supposed to be two women um, having like a fun girls' night at on Halloween, uh, but we cha- I changed it the story so it was just one one woman, which made it a little bit more frightening, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and, a woman uh, by herself. Yes, by herself. Yeah, because you know it, you know that's kind of like. What gives you the anxiety a little bit? So, so yeah. So I think it turned out well. There's like obviously a, a learning curve to all that stuff because I'm doing literally everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I as far as lighting, storytelling, directing, filming, editing. Um, so I wow. think next time I I gotta definitely bring in people on board to to help me out with it you know whether it's a volunteer or if i could pay you i would love to have a budget to pay people but uh, that's the thing we don't have a budget so Mm -hmm. it's like everything's got to be like volunteer you know the most i can do is probably pay for people's gas money but it wasn't even necessary for this one because everyone was on board to to help out so very little help so um so yeah so now it's out now um and Hopefully people can give it a like on YouTube and get the algorithm to go up. And I'll definitely make a part two to that one as well. And uh, and also an original idea I have, uh, a zombie one, a zombie short that I want to make about 10 to 15 minutes long. So make it a little bit longer. That's awesome. So for yeah. for anybody that has not checked out Halloween Night, 
watching this, you can see where Rawls' inspiration comes from and is an obvious, um, you know, love letter to horror from a horror fan. Yes. And it was also inspired by the uh, 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 2021 Halloween um, kills. Oh. It was kind of of a tribute to uh, Big John and Little John because that scene was terrifying and you know they hear people knocking so it was was Mm -hmm. inspired by that i was almost going to remake that whole scene but i was like no i'll just put my own spin on it but the same thing somebody's knocking on the door and and then he's already inside so that's i love that that. i've always Mm -hmm. liked that that type of horror because like it's it's scary once once whoever it is whether it's the boogeyman or whoever it is inside the house it's always it's always been something that sticks with me that's like that's always horrifying to know that somebody's already inside your house and you don't you don't think about it oh yeah a hundred percent i agree <laughs> yeah <laughs> so yeah so that that one uh it was fun to make though definitely we had a lot of fun making that one well that's good it's a lot of work <laughs> to put into making these shorts for the two minutes yeah i think it's it's a it ran the whole runtime i think it's two minutes and 35 seconds or something like that and then with the credits and the little ending um montage of photos you know it runs Mm -hmm. about four minutes but Mm -hmm. the two and a half minutes and i wanted to make it like around that like two to three minutes it took us i think five hours to shoot all that yeah isn't that crazy yeah (laughs) i'm learning like that i got a double i I was thinking i'll do it in four hours no i was thinking three hours I go, we'll do it from 8 to, like, 10.30, you know, we'll be done. I think we were done by midnight, and we started earlier. We started, I think, at 6. Wow. So we were all getting, well, I got there at 6. The We didn't start at, at that time, but I was there at 6 to set up everything. And so shooting things out of sequences was also um, a learning curve too because um, we needed to shoot our inside stuff first mm-hmm. and then the outside stuff last because lighting has to be moved the camera setting has got to be different um so sticking to that you know i i realized i didn't i missed some shots so i had to go back to the house and get some other shots that i missed just not with the actors in it just other b-roll stuff that i didn't that i didn't get and i was like oh yeah i should have got that so i went back and like I said, it's all learning, you know. Of course. You should have got that stuff when I was there. but. So then how would you compare that to the shorts that you do, say, as an example, when you're at, you know, a horror con and you're, you're taking video visuals of that? Obviously, it's very different. Oh, yeah. That's completely different. Yeah, because this one has, like, you know, you got actually got to write out a story. So um, – when I'm at the horror cons, you know, I'm just filming people just doing whatever they want in front of the camera. Mm. So it's pretty simple, but when you start adding a story to it, uh, it becomes a little more complicated because now you got, you know, talking. Uh, people are talking now, and there's audio issues. There's, you know, scenes where that are going to change. Um, you got to make sure there's nobody in the background. You know, we had that a couple of moments where, you know, we had people in the background. It's like, oh, you're in the shot. So we got to oh. move. You know, we got to move. So there's things like that that you, you, you got to, like, um, be aware of when you're filming. And also sounds, you know, that uh, I messed up on the audio on that, too. Like, I didn't 
I didn't power up one of my microphones, so it so it didn't pick up a lot of audio. There wasn't a lot of audio in it, but we made up we made it up for it after in post. And it was probably better that way, anyway. So. Oh, that's good. I was gonna say I didn't notice any audio issues oh, um, as a viewer. <laughs> that's that's the trick. See, it's, we made it happen where you can't really tell. But there was uh, audio issues. Uh, the audio issue was there was no audio, so that's a big issue. Oh shit! Just no audio. <laughs> that was that, the audio issue. That's a bit of an issue. <laughs> yeah, and see, I mean, and shooting with two cameras, one medium, one wide. Um, I didn't realize that I should have had, you know, a mic, uh, a dedicated mic for everything. Mm, mm-hmm. Once I switched to another camera, then that one's not mic'd up either. So it's just a le- learning experience. You know, I got to have like a dedicated, I want to have a dedicated sound person next time just to be in charge of just sound and have it, um, have it separate from the video. Right. And, and have a backup from that one as well. So sounds going to be very important for me going forward from now on. I'm going to make sure that's um, that's really taken care of. You know, it's it's as a creator myself, and I wasn't doing shorts until recently. I had I had no idea the level of intricacy that is involved. So as a viewer, when you're watching shorts, you think, oh, yeah, that's easy enough to do. And yeah. it it's fucking not. <laughs> it is. No. It is wild. The level, like... You need so many more details. You need so many more things that you could he- have even possibly thought about. And inevitably something will get missed and you're like, well, fuck, okay, we got to figure this out now. <laughs> and you got to make sure uh, it's it makes sense. Oh, yeah. Like if somebody's going through a door, um, what's your second shot going to be? Yeah. Be coming through that door or are they going to be inside already? So stuff like that you got to think about. Sometimes, sometimes people don't think about that. Like, then your lighting has to change inside, and your settings on your camera have to change as well. So it's just things like that that I that even today I shot something for a real estate person, and um, they didn't have a clue of what we were gonna. I didn't have a clue either because I, I was doing something for somebody that it said, "Hey, I just need you to film this." It's uh, them talking about their new home. Whatever, you know, non-horror, obviously. And I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I did it. And when we got there, those guys, they didn't know, like, what we're, what I was going to do. I was like, I don't either. Like, the only direction <laughs> that you guys were going to talk in front of your the camera. And then I was going to take B-roll of the house. And then there was, it went, it went the other way, where it's like, they don't know what they're going to, and they had other ideas, and then we did those ideas, and then it's like, well, that's not making sense now. So again. So it's just like a learning experience. I think that happened when I did Danny's Spooky Treats. Um, I did her video for uh, the clowns coming to join uh, this witchy girl on a picnic with Danny's Treats. Mm-hmm. Um, but they don't have a... I didn't know what we were doing when I got there. I just thought we were doing photos. So that's how far off I was. Uh, when I got there, I didn't know I was doing video. It's I really just, tough going into <laughs> it without without a plan. Yeah. 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 So I had to come up with the idea right there on the spot. I wow. Go, okay. So I talked to Danny. She had some ideas. We exchanged ideas. I go, let's do it this way. So I start figuring out all the puzzles as I'm there. I go, okay, how about if the clowns are coming from the car and then they look like they're going to murder her or something. But then they ended up fighting for the treats and then 
it's all good at the end. They, they all get along and they just were so hungry for the treat and now everybody's good. So that was the whole story. So I was like, okay, let's just... So like I, like I said, it's probably better to go in with a plan and have it... That's what I usually do. I usually write out a shot list of what I'm going to shoot and what sequence it's going to go in. That way when I go into post, I have an idea of where it's going to go and I don't have to worry about it. Like I, it's, it's happened with the content car wash that I just did the same thing but he actually had an idea he already had a concept mm. so we stuck to that and then changed it up a little bit but having it having a concept is like what you just did you said you did you did um, a video as well and did you guys write anything out as well or did you guys oh yeah <laughs> oh, no okay. oh yeah um, they they they've been writing it for almost a year so there was a, a script and and everything but you know oh, I, wow. I was just gonna say for for you you know you're a true creator if you can show up and then be impromptly put on the spot that oh by the way you're gonna do a video <laughs> and you're like all right let's figure this out so kudos to and you they, that's hard and they look to me they're like i don't know you're the guy that does this I go, oh. but i didn't know we were gonna be doing this so like any help is much appreciated. Like, I, I, it's been like that for the last, I think, six or seven shoots where I'd say, like, 90% of them, I'm not sure what we're doing yet until I get there. And it's like, oh, this is what we're doing. Like, I shot an album cover, and all of a sudden we're doing video. I'm like, <laughs> why are we doing video for an album cover? Like, so it coincides with the photo. I go, okay, well, we can do that as well. Uh, luckily, they don't, they weren't too concerned about, like, you know, perfection on the video part. They just wanted something. So I'm like, mm. if you just want something, that's fine. But um, the main thing was we're trying to shoot for the cover for their album. So I'm like, okay. But can you imagine if, like, that wasn't the case? They, I come in there, it's like, oh, no, it's going to be, like, six actors and all this. And it's like. Yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to do this. So let's figure it out. Yeah, that would be, that, no, no. <laughs> but my job at work is my full-time job is basically to figure stuff out like that anyway it's like on the fly on the cuff uh because we're constantly uh putting out merch and products so we got to think of creative ideas even at work so i think that the training comes from from that as well just learning how to think quickly and just think of an idea real fast even if it's something you have in the back of your head of something that somebody already did do that version, but do it in your own way. Absolutely. And that's kind of how yep. I get through things. Like, okay, let me just reel back to, I remember seeing something like this. Maybe if we try it, but change it up a little bit, you know? Well, that's that exactly, helps. that's exactly what Halloween night is, right? It's a concept that's yeah. been done, but been done. you, exactly. You've, you've made it you, you've made it raw of the dead, right? Like that's. Yes. And it's so much work. I, I really hope that when people are watching it, that they understand the level of work involved because yeah. it's so much work. And then especially as the videographer and the creator, you're not just walking away. You're not the actor where you get to walk away at the end and you wait for it to be presented to you. You are then getting into editing and post-production and it's just, it's, geez, it's, you know, a yeah. lot of work and I'm not worthy kind of, you know, attitude <laughs> I have for somebody like you. Like, that's, it's impressive. Oh, I it. 
Yeah, I think when I when I got back that from that shoot, I think the next day it was already edited. Wow. Uh, <laughs> you were just like, it. I'm so into this. <laughs> it's because the idea was so fresh in my head and the clips that we just shot. I go, I'm going to just edit the parts that I want. So I re-edited it again. I, I kept tweaking it every single time. But uh, the main uh, meat of it is all there. And that was all pieced together, I think, the very next day after I did the shoot. Uh, just so I have an idea of, of what am I missing? Mm-hmm. And is this going to flow correctly? And so that's when I have an idea like, okay, this this is what's missing. This is where the sound needs to be. This is where I think I want the Halloween music to come in. And so all that stuff, you know, I, I wanted to have it fresh. While it was still fresh in my head, I wanted to edit it down. And, you know, my girlfriend was the first one to see it, not edit it. And, you know, I could tell she was, like, not that impressed. She's like, hmm. it looks good, but, you know, there's obviously the sounds missing. I go, yeah, I know. I go, I know the sound. <laughs> Once the sound gets there, you know, that's going to make all the difference in the world. So now she's seen it, and now she's like, oh, wow, that, that's a huge night and day difference. Like, I know. When you see it raw, when anybody sees anything raw, you're not that impressed by it, obviously, because yeah. none of the, the you know, uh, the special effects or any of that has, has not been added in yet. So that's what makes that's what makes the difference. Absolutely. But yeah, hopefully everybody you know tunes in and watches it, and I'll be posted on Instagram as well. Um, Instagram just been a little bit more. Um, what's it called? They're they're a little bit more uh, flagging down videos. Oh. Yes. I have like uh, either kind of because it's got a knife in it. There's no blood in it. We did it on purpose not to have blood, by the way, because because um, I knew it was going to be on Instagram and they get very like weird about that. Like, oh, they, yes. Put, like, a, they won't. They, they might take it down. They've taken down like old videos that I've had from two years ago. And I don't even remember what, what it was, but it was probably something with blood. And, <laughs> and so I'm like, OK, well. We're not going to make it bloody. You kind of might want to stick to kind of like the 70s version where there was, you didn't really see a whole lot of gore or, or blood. I don't, I'm not, I, don't, I don't think I remember seeing blood in the 1978 Halloween. Um, there must have been some, no? Something I, 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 I don't know now that you're saying that. I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't believe there really was, at least not like the newest Halloweens where, yeah. Oh, no, no. Blood, <laughs> yeah. Blood. But that's what I wanted to stick to. And plus, I can't have blood, by the way, at that house because it's a brand new house. And, and I, you know, we got to clean that stuff up. We, like I said, we don't have a, a crew. So I'm going to be the sucker cleaning it all up. And if I don't get it off, I'm going to have to be paying for that. Yeah. You know, I don't want to mess up our brand new house. You know what I mean? All that stuff was new. I didn't want to get anything on the furniture. So I go, we're not doing any blood. And... Uh, I mean, it's not, it's, watch, it wasn't needed, right? It wasn't really needed, you know. I mean, yeah, we could have put some on the knife again, but um, I didn't want to get anything messy at the house. So you, you just have to, like, you know, realize that it's a, it's, it's a short and it's a fan film, you know. And, yeah, if I had a, a production going, you know, we'd have a set where we can get all that stuff, you know. And mm-hmm. I want to do that in the future where I can have um, – natural production where we can have you know freedom have a set do whatever we want and make it as realistic as possible 
I have faith in you, Raul. You're going to be a Jordan Peele one day. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't seen... I don't think I've seen a Jordan Peele movie. What? I don't think I've seen any of his. Oh. Uh, what was the last one? The, what's it called? Um, nope. Nope. So I went to go see... Uh, what's it called? Um, oh, I'm drawing a blank. Uh, it's with the guy from... Barbarian. I went to go see Barbarian. Oh, did you see it? I haven't seen it yet. Oh, it was great. So I want to see Barbarian at AMC at the Grove. Uh, I was invited by Vamp, um, and she was nice enough to invite a lot of. She had like fifty friends she could invite to the premiere. Oh, that's awesome. I'm sorry, it was it was an advanced screening. It wasn't a Mm. premiere. Mm -hmm. So I got to go and watch it, and then I ran into David Spade and John Lovitz afterwards. Well, I saw them before that. I saw them walking in. Amazing. I saw, the, I saw them afterwards, and I was walking out of Barbarian. You know, it was already late, so I go, I'm going to get the hell out of here while the credits are rolling. And then in out walks David Spade, and walking down the hallway, I go, I go I'm go, i sorry, David. I, go, I don't mean to bother you. I'm just a huge fan of yours. I go, I love everything you've done. And um, he goes, thank you, man. Thank you. I go, what did you guys just, what did you guys go see? And he goes, oh, um, nope. I go, how was that? He goes, mm, it was all right. What the fuck? <laughs> That's what he said. I go, I go, really? I go, he goes, yeah, I don't know. He goes, what did you see? I go, I saw Barbarian. He goes, what's that? And I had the poster with me. I go, it's this, it's this new movie coming out. And he goes, is that a horror movie? I go, yeah. He goes, I don't like horror movies. Oh, well, why did you go see a Jordan Peele movie <laughs> then, man? Like, what the fuck? Why did you go see Nope then? So anyway, I, told, I didn't want to bother him anymore. I'm like, I just appreciate everything you've done. Thank you. <laughs> Enjoy your night. I, I didn't even want to ask him for a picture because, you know. Yeah. I, I just want to leave the guy. He's there with his friends. and I, I only saw John Lovitz like, kind of towards the back. But I was more interested in David Spade. He was really nice, though. But yeah, oh. he didn't like. That was the uh, review I got of Nope from him. And that was the first <laughs> negative review I've I've heard. Because everybody else says it's great. It's the best movie I've seen this year. Wow. Okay, you're gonna go that far. Okay. Oh yeah. I mean, his movie Us is my almost favorite horror movie of all time. It is. It's a flawless movie, honestly. Like, Nope, Nope is um, a bit different. Nope is, okay, so people that, how do I say this politically? Um, I'm just going to say it. White privileged yeah. people would look at these movies and not necessarily understand that they're horror movies. Because every one of his movies has, you know, some black commentary to it. So I have yeah. heard a lot of... And they're all white saying, this isn't a horror movie. This isn't a horror movie. What the fuck, right? So if you kind of look at it in a lens of, okay, this is, it is a horror movie, but it may not connect with me on my personal, you know, my personal level, that it is a horror movie. And it's a, it's a black social commentary horror movies. Every one of them are. Then you can kind of go into it going, okay. How is this scary for somebody? I mean, again, this is coming from a white lens, right? Right. Um, Would it be from a person of color? That could be, especially Get Out. Get Out was the big one that came in with a bang. And um, I don't want to say anything. 
it's they're all fucking fucking fantastic us hit for me a little bit differently because it had maybe like three or four different subgenres of horror all mixed into one it had a home invasion it had slasher and it had like cat and mouse chase and it was done very very heavily heavily metaphorically but it's it's beautiful. It's like watching a beautiful painting come to life in front of you with the best acting you can get and top-notch writing. Like, it's it's just, as a horror fan, you watch us and you're like, oh, mother of God, that was well, good. Definitely, definitely make me want to watch it. So I do, I please do. Want, do. I do want to watch it. I do want to watch his movies because I've liked his comedy with... Uh, uh, with Keegan, guy. oh yeah, yeah. Keegan Peel is awesome. I love that. I'm like, I can't believe this guy's doing horror now. I know, but that stuff is hilarious. I like watching all the clips on TikTok. They, they, I'm following some account that just posts their stuff, and I've been watching. Oh, them like, this is freaking hilarious. They're they're hilarious. Oh my god, yeah. I agree. I agree. But I I do highly recommend watching all of his films. Okay, no, cool. Nope was it? Nope was in a little bit of a different world. It. It is in the sci-fi genre a little bit more than it would be obvious horror. Okay. But um, I don't want to say anything because I don't want to give it away. But it's... Yeah. Visually, it's very stunning. And the acting is like... They better they better fucking win awards. It's Daniel Kaluka, if I'm even saying that right. And Kiki Palmer. And they're just... They're incredible. Okay. I promise you. They said it was just okay. Yeah, well, David Spade also. I don't get me wrong. I'm with you in the in the realm of I love David Spade. Yeah, but he is not a Oscar winning caliber actor. No, like you said, like you said, I, um, he's not into. Well, like what I said, he's he's, he's not into, into horror. horror. Yeah. So I was thinking that is not a horror movie. So that's why I was confused with that. With what you said. Well, it, it is, like I said, all of Jordan Peele's movies are, you know, black social commentary. So a white comedian is yeah. not necessarily really going to connect. Not, see, now that you mentioned that, okay, maybe it makes sense that he didn't like that. I mean, I'm not a black man in, in <laughs> you know, the entertainment industry, so I, I can't connect with it that way. But as a horror fan, I can, and, you know... I, I personally think Jordan Peele is one of the best directors in horror. And I have been watching horror movies for 30 plus years. So. Nice. Okay, cool. I'm going to check it out. Oh, please do. Please movies. do. I know I could talk about him until the end of time. But but we need to revert back to you, Rawl, because, you know, when you get to that level, you're going to be up in the Jordan Peeles of the world. I have faith in you. You know? Thank you. And you'll be invited to the premiere and then. Yes. Come down and you bet. review it. I definitely want to do for the next uh, idea, the original idea I have for a zombie movie, I want to be able to make it a little bit longer, so 10, 15 minutes long. And I actually would like to rent out a place, either a theater or uh, uh, somewhere where I can have invite people to come watch it. And then mm. maybe we could do like the shorts before that. You know what I mean? You should. Oh. The and then... And then the premiere of the of the zombie original movie so i was thinking about it today too like i wanted to like i'm already trying to think of like who i want to play what and 
And then I'm always changing it too. I'm always, in my head. I'm still changing it. Like I go, maybe it'll be something else. Like <laughs> um, something a little more psychological. So, but yeah, definitely. Uh, that's the that's the goal to get to. Hopefully next year. Um, early next year. Hopefully I can have this uh, start shooting already. Because I've been putting it off for a long time. I did want to do the scream one first, and then. The Halloween one was the next idea I had. So this was like, like I said, when we were doing the Scream one, we I had the idea of doing uh, the Halloween version even back then. And so this was like two two years ago. Wow. And then, and then in between that, we squeezed in a saw a saw one as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So the saw one was also um, something we did really quickly. Uh, really you did that quickly wow we did i I wrote it really like i'd say within two weeks i kind of wrote out like what we're gonna shoot and what scene like basically it's gonna be we're just repeating the scene but we're gonna just try to stick as much as we can to the original version of of the of the reverse of bear trap Mm -hmm. and just kind of do our own version of it and but stick to that storyline of like you know the saw puppet coming out and and then we only had that studio for four hours. And I was thinking, oh, well, it's only going to be like a minute and a half, you know. And the four hours went by really quick. And I needed more time. <laughs> so oh. that was another learning experience. Like, yeah. So that's, uh, so yeah, I could do those. So that one got in between before the Michael Myers because I was going to do the Halloween one first. And then uh i couldn't get certain people to do it at that time so i go well let's just do the saw one because i already have people involved in that one that that are willing to do it and then i go then i'll concentrate on halloween and hopefully i can get out before october and sure enough you know that was the goal it's like let's just try let's just film it get everybody in it and let's 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 get this thing done and that was the goal so it was it was um it was a long time coming, but we did it. Oh, it must have been very satisfying. Yeah. So I have a question. If somebody's listening right now and they live in L.A. and they're like, oh, my God, I want to work with Rawl, what would they do? What would well, you tell them to do? What do you mean? They want to work with me? Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, if they're like, oh, my God, I want to do a short. I want to shoot with him. Like, oh, okay. Um. Just email me, like, and see what where they can contribute. Um, like I said, I can't pay anybody because I don't have a budget. I, mm-hmm. I'm not a, I'm not a production company, at least not yet. That's that's the goal. But definitely, like, if somebody expressed interest, like any makeup artist, anybody that knows a little bit about lighting or even knows editing or sound, that all helps me because I need people that that know that stuff already that can help out and. I always need to make them. Luckily, I know like four good makeup artists right off the bat. That you know, just thinking about it, like I, that I could get or hire. You know, and and if I need something for for the zombie one, I'll definitely need a makeup person for that one. Yeah, I would say just reach out an email and and let me know what it is that you can do uh, to help. You know, I can't direct you to 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 do something unless you're bringing something like. A knowledge of something that you already know um, because if you if you're just there to learn then that kind of takes away from what I what I have to do because if I'm teaching or showing you if you want to hang out and, and watch that's fine too but um, 
I try not to have too many people doing that, unless it's a photo shoot. If you want to learn about photos, uh, how to how to do photo shoots, and you're you want to learn a little bit, you know, email. I'll definitely uh, have more workshops available. But for the shorts, um, those are those ideas are just like a little bit more, uh, like you know, maybe I do maybe three or four a year, and and I, I don't know how. The only way I could see if somebody would help is if they if I actually reached out and said, "Hey, I need some, I need this specific thing, and I know you're the person for it." Mm -hmm. So I've had people reach out, like uh, makeup artists, and say they they want to do something, and they would be willing to help out. So stuff like that just does help me because then I remember I'm almost like, "Okay, I'll keep you in mind for this project that I have, and and we'll take it from there." That's great. I love it. But if you want to hire me for a photo shoot, you know, that's that's pretty easy. Just go on my website and you can hire me for for a photo shoot as well. As you should. As anybody yeah. listening, you should. <laughs> you should. Yes. So Definitely in, in the early 2023. Uh, this year's been crazy busy since February. So November and November we're taking a little time off. Uh, and I'm going to do one event and then December I'll be back to it. You know, any type of Christmas horror we can do for sure. Awesome. Yeah. I can't wait to see what you do in December. Yeah. We have, I have some ideas already of people that I want to work with. So that, that'll be, we're all pushing it. I think past November though. Cause it's just, yeah. I think everyone's just like, we'll have to wait till after October. And I go, no, I feel you because we're all busy. You know, everybody in the horror community at this time is busy. Busy. <laughs> yeah. We're all doing stuff. You know, it's funny. I, I see a lot of people posting these days about, you know, spooky season. But for me, yeah. I live it. So it's not, you know, spooky season. October isn't a, a thing specifically to me because I do that. That same thing for you. We, we do that 24 7. Oh. Yeah. All year. Yeah. yeah. That's why I tell people, like, we don't have to book it just in October. Yeah. I do this all year round because I like to keep horror alive throughout the whole year. 100%. It should so, be. Yeah. So any, I mean, we can do even Halloween after Halloween. You know what I mean? It doesn't have of to be just on Halloween. Yeah. It, it, why don't we do a November Halloween? You know what I mean? It could be anything. Like, people, if it's good, people will watch it. And, of course. And, and people appreciate horror and. And you can just put it out anytime you want. You know that's why I do the photos and little small videos just all year long because they're fun to do. And why not? You know, doesn't have to be just once once a season. I agree with you a hundred percent. Yes. So let's talk about your photo book. Oh yeah. So I haven't really promoted that too much. Uh, it's just kind of got lost in all the stuff I've been doing. But um, I'm definitely gonna make a. a like a, you know, a more of a of announcement of the book, but I've, it's on my website right now. It is a twenty-page photo book um, that's got some of the last year of of some of the photos that I've really liked that are dark and and and, and it's. Let me grab it real quick. But it's really, it's really well put together, and and uh, on the cover is Nina, who's a friend of mine. 
and she did her bloody Freddy Krueger, you know, all bloodied up. Mm-hmm. And and yeah, so it's twenty pages. It's a I believe it's a five by seven book. I gotta go. I gotta go back and look, but it's not a big book, but it's available on my website. And so what I usually do is I usually put out a magazine that's got all my latest horror pictures. Uh, but since we were like, I had all this other projects going on. Uh, I started putting this book together in between that, and I go, you know what? Why don't I just do this book instead, and just put like some of my best images that I've that I've that I've liked that I've taken in the last year or so, and so that's why I decided just to go ahead and do it and and put this out first. And the magazine will the next issue of the magazine will put out probably in early 2023. Um, and I already got I already got that. Uh, Features for that one already. Interviews with with people for that one already. Uh, I got like four people, so so that's that's going to be in the works probably like November, December. I'll start kind of like getting to work on images for that one as well. So, but the book right now is available uh, on my website, and it's under one of the links, and it'll say Roll of the Dead Book Volume One, uh, Volume One, because I think I'm probably going to do a second one next year. Of volume two, so I'll just call them volumes for right now. I didn't, it's not very creative, but I don't know what else to call it except for Roll of the Dead Volume One book. See, I like so. that as someone that watches what you do and sees your image images because you, you work a lot, you have a lot of content, and I think it's interesting to see what you would choose to put into a book like the images that, that connected with you the most, right? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I definitely looked at these ones. I go, which ones are the ones that really like? Uh, I felt like elevated. I felt like, like, I did something different in this one, and it showed. And I saw that it showed, and so that's why I wanted to put that. Like, I I, I want to emphasize this a little bit more, or it, it could have been like you know a, a certain type of lighting that I've always wanted to do, and I wasn't sure if I was going to accomplish it. And then when I looked at it, it was like, oh, you know what? It came out kind of the way I envision and maybe even a little bit more and when I when that happens I usually that's when I start to realize I go I feel like I didn't even take the picture like I felt like somebody else might have taken it wow so I was like well I go that's kind of why I I wanted to put this in a book because that's kind of how I felt on most of these images that I go well once I edited them I go wow this looks like like if you if you were told me 10 years ago that I took that picture I would have been like no no there's no way I would have Oh, I love that. So it's not only this sense of accomplishment and sense of pride, but it's like you're really proud of what you've fucking done. Like you're like, these are good images. <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 it stands out a little bit more. And there's even an older image um, of my friend Kelsey that we did at the L.A. Haunted Hayride. And that one was an eye-opening one for me because I didn't use any lights for that one. And uh, I was kind of nervous of not bringing my lights but we had a long walk to get to this place and so once I brought those images into into editing and saw where I could tweak the colors and I go you know I guess I didn't really need a light and this is what eye-opening for me was like wow I guess I don't really always have to bring all the gear Hmm. as long as I know that we can get something good at these locations and it was also, it helped that it was a little cloudy, too. Um, 
because then I brought down all those highlights, and that's what that's one of the ones where I go, like, okay, I guess now I don't really need to bring a light all the time. You know, I just have to do natural light. I can get away with it. I don't always have to rely on bringing like you know off camera flash. And I do both now, so I'll do off camera flash if I think it needs it. If I don't, I I can I think I can get by. I'm, well, of course I can get by without it. Uh, it just depends what we're what the look is going to be. So if the look's going to be could require a light, I definitely have to bring one. Hmm. Uh, but anything outside, you, for the most part, you know, you just got to be able to figure it out. And so that's what was eye opening for me on that on that one in particular. Oh, I love but that. Lot, but a lot of the images on here are—they are. I'm just looking at it, and they—they they do have lights. You know, they have, they, some of them have red gels and different type of lighting uh, colors as well. So, so yeah, and then the cover—that uh, one came out exactly kind of the way I envisioned it because it was actually inspired by this other photographer that I've been following called. I think he's called Horrify Me UK, I think. Oh, he's, yeah. You know who that is? Yeah. I do, so yeah. He does these images with the blood and the red, and he did one, like, like I think a Freddy Krueger one, and, uh, and it told me, and I go, I want to, like, kind of replicate that, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But make it our own, and I saw the colors that he uses, and, uh, and I think I even tagged him in the first image I posted, and told him it was very much inspired by, by his work. Oh, that was lovely that you did that. Some yeah. people don't do that. Yeah. No, I, yeah, I know. <laughs> but I, I try to, I try to like, I, I give some people credit, especially that one, because it's actually almost like, a, it's a direct idea, you know, so mm -hmm. I wanted to make sure that he, he was aware of it. And I've wrote him too. I told him like, I really love your work. So it's amazing that, you know, you're, you're doing your horror stuff and I'm doing my horror stuff here on this side too, so. No, I, Both representing. That's good. That's how it should be. Yeah. Well, I, I love watching your journey. I love watching your content. Um, and I think for anybody that's into horror, dark art, like I said, you will check their boxes. So if you guys aren't already following Rawl, what the fuck are you doing? Follow him yeah. now. What the fuck are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Follow me. And if you live in the L.A. area, dear Lord, contact him to shoot. I'm telling you, if I ever come out there, we're doing a shoot together. Oh, yeah. I already told you. As soon as you come out here, we'll, we'll definitely set something up. Oh, yeah. Just give me a, just give me a heads up and we'll, we'll find a time to do it. Oh, I wish I could. I, I not only want to shoot with you, but I love L.A. It's like where I want to live. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. There's One day. plenty of stuff to do. There's plenty of stuff to do here, especially right now. There's like, like haunted hayride. There's there's all kinds of events right now. You know, I think us uh, midsummer scream. We just had midsummer scream. That was amazing. Oh, I saw that. Yeah. Oh, I'm so jealous. We have nothing here. Nothing. I know. Like, I don't. I don't I, they don't have anything there. Like, not even like carnival rides or anything for like Halloween. No, we have our one. Amusement park has a haunted house. And I mean, don't, well, okay, no, we actually, we do have a few haunt kind of environments where you can go and go into a corn maze and, you know, you'll have the typical butcher running after you with a chainsaw and things like that. But it's not, we don't have all weekend events and that's what I want. We don't have any of that stuff here. 
Oh, okay. The closest thing I came to was Comic-Con a few years ago when um, Ash was coming and uh, he didn't even end up showing up. That was very... Dis- Ash Ash from oh. um, um, Evil Dead. Evil Dead. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, and he, he didn't show up. And so, you know, I got to see Christina Ricci, which she's the fucking cutest thing in the world. Um, but it wasn't the same. And that was the closest thing you would get here. So it's very disappointing. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. I, w- I want to see Douglas Bradley in person. I want to s- meet Felissa Rose. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> we don't have any of that, so... Yeah, I think uh, for, I think, Monster Palooza, they had the cast of Scream there. Oh, my God. So that was kind of cool. So we just walked by them. like. Was Skeet you know, there, he, too? Uh, Skeet Aldrich was there. Yeah. Oh, my God. Um, and if you really Was Matthew Lillard there? Yeah. He was no. Like, oh. He seemed like he was, like, the friend. And it's funny because, like, everybody knows him from Scream, but, like, like I said, like we're talking about like shows that we, you don't think I would watch. Yeah. But there was a one. There's a show that he's on called. Um, oh my God, my girlfriend's gonna kill me. She knows the show. Uh, I think it's called something. Oh, I can't remember. Oh, that I'm totally show, looking it up now. <laughs> it's the it's three women. Charmed. It's um, no, it's three women that are like, that they're they're all. Well, one of them's married to Matthew Lillard, and and they're ripping off like. They ripped off this heist, this bank. And so they're moms, though. You know what I mean? It's almost like Breaking Bad, but for moms. And then they're into, they're into, into the Good Girls? World and, good Girls. That's what it is. Yeah. I haven't seen it. Is it? It's good? Oh, it's, it's, it's good. Yes. And so that's a show that I've, I've, I was hoping they'd have another season, but I don't think they're having another season. But uh, that one was good. And Matthew Lillard's great in it. So I love him. So I wanted to, we wanted to tell him, me and my girlfriend, we saw him, I go, we wanted to just tell him that we liked you in Good Girls. Oh, because he would, <laughs> of course, only get the Scream references there, right? Yeah, because Scream was so long ago, it's like, well, you know, maybe it'd be cool to bring up something new. That's kind of the trick, you know what I mean? Bring up something new that they've That's, done, and they, they kind of appreciate it, you know? Of course, because then they're still feeling really like, relevant, oh God, yeah. I saw you screaming, oh my God, it screamed when you did that, like, you know, he doesn't remember. <laughs> Probably like, huh? Okay, yeah. But if you take, hey, we saw you in Good Girls. It's like, what the fuck? Who are you? Like, <laughs> Absolutely. I'm a nerd. <laughs> and I watched Good Girls. And you were just in it, so. <laughs> <laughs> Did you see the newest Scream? Uh, yes. I liked it. So Did any, like I loved it. Uh, okay. I'll just put out a quick spoiler just only because I want to talk about it for a quick brief moment. Um, sure. If anybody has not seen the newest Scream, pause it right now. And then come back and listen. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, I was, I, I understand that his character could not have been revisited here. But, and I loved the way that they did integrate Skeet Ulrich. But, like, it was disappointing to not see Stu. It really was. To, to not see Stu? Yeah. Like, I wish that he could have been integrated in some way, because right. the two of them is what made Scream the way that it was. Like, everyone loved Skeet Ulrich. He's the heartthrob. You know, like, he had this whole thing with Sydney and stuff. But, like, without Stu, none of that would have occurred. So That's true, because it was both of them. So. It was, yeah. And, I mean, I know that there was references to... Um, 
oh my god, I can't remember Jamie Kennedy's character in it. Like he, I, I don't his, remember either. His his siblings or like just you know like oh yeah cousins and stuff. They're they're in it, but I know. I wanted to see. I just Matthew Lillard in that movie just fucking killed it for me. Yeah. So good. So. And then he did, yeah, and then did Shaggy after that. <laughs> I know. I but mean, people know him for, but people know him as Shaggy too. So he's just as big. That's true. As that character as he was, probably more than Scream. I think people know him from that. You know? Well, he's carried on way longer with the Shaggy yeah. stuff. My kids watch the Scooby Doo's actually, like currently <laughs> oh, okay and um oh yeah they love it it's hilarious they're terrible movies but they i'll watch them it's it's not you know yeah. whatever for kids it's great um but he's perfect at, at completely encompassing shaggy yeah yeah he is and now you gotta watch good girls well now i have to yeah i love matthew lillard he's a rad guy he's, you're gonna love him in this one for sure you're gonna love him and hate him so Perfect. Oh, see, that's even better when you get to love yeah. them and hate them. Yeah. Yes, and then love them again. Okay. Yeah. Oh, you sold me. You're gonna see. Okay, I'll wa- I'll watch that. You go watch some Jordan Peele movies, I and watch we'll some Jordan Peele movies. Yeah. If you're a horror fan, what are you doing out watching Jordan Peele movies? Come on, man. Make the I time. Know. I'm telling you. Have you watched Ari Aster movies at least? No, because <gasps> like I said, I haven't really had. T- I don't really watch a lot of TV because I'm usually editing. Yeah, okay, and fair. Editing usually takes up when I come home from work. I'm editing until midnight, and then I don't have time to watch anything. So that's why when I watched Barbarian, it's like that's like the first movie I've seen in like in a theater. You're gonna laugh, but since it part one. Oh my! Oh wow! I, I, don't, I don't go to the movies. <laughs> So I mean, you sound it, busy, I, so I can I can appreciate that. I'd rather yeah. So in the last in the last year and a half to two years, it's just been like uh, the TV has like I still have shows I got to catch up on that I'm that I'm like like uh, the Handmaid's is it the Handmaid's Tale? The Handmaid's Tale. Oh my god, that one I'm into. Uh, yeah, Ozark, I have not finished the last season yet, uh, so it's like I'm behind on all these shows. And then you know, can we talk about the monsters real quick? I haven't seen it. Is it good? I, well, I only watched 10 minutes of it, and then I had to turn it off. Really? Yeah. I, I just... Hmm. I'm not going to say this nicely. It just... It just seemed like it was, like... I wasn't, like, feeling it. And maybe hmm. it was just, just from being at work. I don't know. But the color... The color green was so vibrant. Mm-hmm. It was actually making me a little nauseous. So I was like... It, it, can we just stop with the green? <laughs> just too much color. Like I like have, subtle colors. Have yeah. you watched any of Rob Zombie's other movies? Um, I saw. Um, let's see, uh, the Halloween's one. Uh, uh, what's the other one? Uh, House of a Thousand Corpses and Devil's Rejects. Devil's Rejects. So I have. I think I saw Thirty One as well. Oh, okay. So thirty one. Yeah. So you are okay. So like, does it fit the Rob Zombie aesthetic? Was it? Oh no, not not at all. Oh really? Oh. No, it's not. It's not a dark horror movie. 
Well, no, but I what I mean is is like every one of his films has a very very specific aesthetic, right? They're they're not always the same, but like there's something about them. If you're if you're getting from the oh. monsters this green, glaringly green thing, when you watch House of a Thousand Corpses, you're like, oh, Grindhouse. When you're watching The Devil's yeah. Rejects, everything is bright flashes of really bright daylight versus really darkness at night. So it's like, yeah. He's very niche in what he will do for every one of his projects. Yeah, I don't think this is like that though. This mm. looked like it was just uh, it's a lot, a lot of color. So, but I like the sets. So I'll say that right now that the sets and the all that looked great. Like it looked really cool. Um, but I'll try to get through it. Were you a monsters watcher back in the day? Oh yeah. Oh yeah, okay. Die Hard, Die Hard Monsters fan. I love the original series. It's just one of my favorite shows. So maybe that's why I'm a little sensitive to it. Totally. Well. Yeah, um, it could be. My girlfriend, she loved it. She she thought it was it was hilarious. And then I started hearing from other people are saying the same thing. Like they they loved it. They thought they thought it was really like goofy and and it's supposed to be goofy. I, I understand mm-hmm. that, mm-hmm. But, uh, but I don't really see. I haven't seen it yet, and like I said, uh, ten minutes in, I was like, "Okay, this is not, I'm not, I'm not feeling it." Like I'm gonna turn this off, and I don't ever turn off movies, really. Oh, like, I'm actually gonna shut this off. Like I can't watch this anymore. <laughs> I felt like I was torturing myself. Like, Aww, so it didn't connect with I, you quick enough. Yeah, not no. It, it was dragging. Uh, the uh, one of the actors there, he's. I just saw him in Barbarian. I believe it's the same guy. Richard Brake? I think so. No way. He's in Barbarian? Oh! Yeah, if you Google it. I'm totally going to because he is such a fucking amazing actor. That guy's scary. Yeah. He was also in 31? Yes. I remember that. Or the beginning. Really? Richard? Oh, he is in it. Oh, my God. Yes. He's. That's the thing about that movie is like 31 was whatever. But you remember Richard breaking it in that opening sequence. That's what I'm saying. Yes. That guy was. So when I saw him in Barbarian, I was like, I've seen this guy somewhere. I couldn't remember. And it wasn't until like later when I was actually when I just watched the monsters. I was like, wait a minute. That's Mm -hmm. the guy from Barbarian. I go, now I remember that guy. He was in 31. Mm hmm. And he was that that beginning. I was like, that that shit was insane. Insane. Now, now I remember why I was a little scared of him. Yeah. Barbarian. Because I go, I go, man, this guy looks demented. And I go, I've seen this guy somewhere, and he just has that look. Oh yeah. So so, in in uh, monsters, he's in the beginning of it. I'm sure he's throughout the whole movie. He's probably in it as well. But, you know, he's not playing that like. You could tell he's a good actor and he's trying his best with his dialogue on, on those monsters. Yeah. Uh, Rob, Zab- so Rob far... Zombie's not known for his good dialogue. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I mean, the other ones weren't, weren't that bad, but he so far, he stood out for me as one of the good actors. And then the guy that plays grandpa, uh, Daniel. Oh yes. He's so far, he's pretty good as grandpa. Um, and I met him in person, and he's so nice, such a nice guy. I didn't want to talk about the monsters because he's done so much other stuff. Mm. Um, and this is when the monsters trailer wasn't even out yet, but I had already, or maybe I saw it already. And I didn't like it, but I didn't want to talk to him about what I didn't like about it. 
I'm here to bring good vibes to him. Of course, but when yeah. I, when I met him at, at, at Monster Palooza, he was very nice, and he's like, oh, no, no, I gotta go. Oh, shit, I forgot you were the guy in R- River's Edge, too. Shit, I forgot about <laughs> that. Like, I go, you, oh, you were the guy in Lost. I forgot, dude, you were in that, too. Oh, fuck, you played Jay Leno. Like, you've done so much shit. I go, dude, I've been watching you for a fucking year. So I just remembered, like, I go, man, this guy's, you know, a working actor. And then, and then you know, he plays Grandpa. So that's probably why he's just a seasoned actor. Yeah. Are you talking about uh, George Garcia? No, uh, Daniel so- Roebuck. Daniel Daniel Roebuck. I want to he see. He plays grandpa. He plays grandpa. I'm. I'm just trying to look him up because I want to oh. see who was he in Lost. Um, he wasn't one of the main characters. He was. Uh, he got in in the season later. What's the grandpa's name? Is it Igor? No. No, no it's just Grandpa. In the Munsters. Maybe. Yeah, maybe I got his name wrong. Let me see. Yeah, in the Munsters. There is, let's see here. There's he doc- should be like Dr. Doctor Wolfgang, Floop, Igor, Zoya, um, Barbara, Lester, Mr. Gateway, Mr. G- <laughs> Hold on, let me who, just. Who are those characters? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I no, it's, it's right there. Daniel Roebuck, he's the fourth one in. So you got Sherry Moon, Jeff Daniel Phillips. 2022. Daniel- what the fuck? What yeah. am I. It's, the, for- it's the fourth the one when I'm looking on IMDb is Zoya Krupp or Catherine Shell. What the fuck? Are you look? Maybe you're looking up the Canadian IMDb or something. If you just if you just <laughs> type in Monsters 2022, it should come up a cast, and this is Daniel Roebuck, and Daniel Roebuck plays Grandpa, and he's just been in so much other stuff. Like, it's just. But yeah, I've been seeing him in in so so many things. And... Oh, I want to see his face. He was even in, uh, what's it called? Uh, what's that other movie? Oh, my God, I can't remember. Uh, oh, not U.S. Marshals. Uh, but he was in U.S. Marshals. Um, the, but the one with Harrison Ford. Uh, Hold on, I'm looking him up. Oh, there. Oh, that guy. The yeah. Fugitive. The Fugitive. That's what it yeah, was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I totally remember him. Yeah, right. so he's. I like him. Yeah, he's a good actor. So, mm-hmm. so so far he's been good in as Grandpa. As from what I saw, even on the trailer, I saw that he was doing a pretty good job on that. But he's just so young uh, <laughs> for a Grandpa. But hopefully he he kind of embraces that. Well, that's funny because all the actors that are in this movie, uh, Sherry Moon, Jeff Daniels, and and uh, Daniel Roebuck, are actually older. Than the original monsters were when they filmed it back in the days. They were actually in their younger thirties. Oh, really? Interesting. Yeah. yeah, I think even Grandpa wasn't really old. Huh. So these actors are actually playing them now, but they're actually and <laughs> their actual age are actually older. So. Oh, that's wild. Yeah, I, love I didn't that. know that either. I didn't know that. I, I, I was I think I read that somewhere. I was like, oh, that's interesting. Interesting fact. Oh, I love facts like that. Yeah. Well, Raw, so, yeah. back to you. Um, is there anything else that you want to kind of give as a sneak peek to anybody? Uh, the only thing I am doing in November is a Creep It Real, which is another event we have here. Creep It Real OC in, um, they're going to have this at the Santa Ana Heritage Museum. 
and I'm going to be doing a photo booth op there where you can come and take photos for free. You know, uh, you just I'm going to give uh, a link uh, on their website that they can come and you you can if you go get a picture from, done from me, you can go retrieve it on their website. So I'm going to try to set up a nice like spooky backdrop. Um, I'll set up all the lights and have some fog machine. Bring your family if you're in cosplay, especially. Definitely want to come in because usually when I'm doing at these events, you know, I'm taking pictures of just whoever's in cosplay, and we don't really have a photo place where we can actually do it. So that's what I'm doing this for. So we actually have a dedicated place where you can come down and get a photo done, and you know, and then you can post it or do whatever you want with it. But it's you know, it's free. So that'll well, that's be, amazing. That'll be kind of fun. Yeah, that sounds fun really fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's all I have going on. I think December I'll start uh, uh, booking shoots again. I think just December, that's the only thing I'm doing, doing family stuff. And then I'm going to do that event and get ready for that. That'll take me, uh, you know, a couple of weeks to get ready for, I'm sure. Maybe probably longer than that. I'm shortchanging myself. But it'll probably take me a little longer to get ready for that one. And, and that's about it. And just look out for the magazine. And that's going to come out in early 2023. Uh, the book that I have right now is out right now on my website, rawdeadphotography.com. And look for more uh, shorts coming out besides this Halloween one. I'm working on doing a part two of this for sure uh, next year sometime, along with an original zombie idea uh, short that I also want to do. So those are goals for next year for sure. Amazing. I can't and wait. I also have I also have another idea, but I'm gonna save that one. Uh, and see if that gets uh, that gets done first. And we were actually doing uh, uh, something in the summertime, but it was on uh, it was a project I was working on, but it got put on pause. Um, I don't know how much I should say about it, but uh, it's kind of an idea from that. Only I'm twisting it around and, and presenting a new idea. So if it goes well. Uh, it'll be something else that I'll have a different YouTube channel for that's that's just dedicated to this. And it's all in the horror genre as well. So um, it'll be like following like either a cosplayer or a person in the business, like maybe somebody like yourself, uh, I'll, the day in the life of. So it's, that's sort of an idea I have uh, for something Oh, I else. love that but, idea. But, yeah, so I'm going I'm to try to do something like that as well, if I can get around to doing that. Besides all these other projects and oh, all the photo shoots, and of the, course, the magazine and and then also the shirts. I also have shirts for sale on okay. my website as I, well. I made a note of that because I love the one that says "Dead Inside." By the way, um, "Dead Inside." That one's not my shirt. That's oh. a Blackcraft shirt. Yeah. Oh. No, so, my shirts uh, are on my website. I only have two. I have three designs: Roll of the Dead photography, obviously, mm-hmm. and then I have two other designs that are like original art from somebody else that I purchased it off from, and I made those into shirts as well. And then I have a Roll of the Dead hat, uh, baseball cap that's that I just put out as well. Oh, I but love that's that. That's nice. available on the on the website as well. So that's um, that's something else I'm trying to do trying to get into a little bit more merch stuff as well and i did want to do a design of an original uh one that i had but i haven't had time to really like concentrate on that right now it's a lot to do all at once (laughs) yeah it is yes so 
Well, we'll oh, have yeah. to have you back on when the, you know, your, um, your secret upcoming project, once it comes out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, if it, if it goes to fruition, it'll happen. If not, like I said, I got all these other plates that I'm spinning at the same time that one of them will happen, you know. I love it. So thank you. Thank you again for having me on and discussing all things horror. Oh, of course. I'm so glad you could join me today, Rawl. Thank you so, so much. Thank you. This was fun to do. It was fun. I'm just...